0: Energize, show up the Irish.
1: Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a
2: brand new episode of Energize. Russ, introduce the champ, man. Today we have the Cage Warriors featherweight champion. It's Jordan the Epidemic Vuchenic. Jordan, how are you doing, man?
0: On top of the world, boys, on top of the world. Jordan, Jordan we're not long away.
2: And we're not removed far from uh, Cage Warriors London. It's going to be an absolute banger. How excited are you for this one?
0: I'm buzzing. I was ready to go ages ago. I wanted the fight straight away when they got off, when they offered me. I was asking for it months ago, but we're here now. We're finally here. Yeah, we are indeed.
2: Ross, before we
1: get into it as well, like when the announcement was made, it was sort of leaked. And then when it came out, like everyone was absolutely buzzing for this rematch.
2: Yeah, I I think this is the biggest fight that can be possibly made in Cage Warriors right now. I think it's maybe um the one of the biggest fights in Cage Warriors in history. Like this, this has the same feel to like you know a Paddy Pimlet in his prime, a Conor McGregor in his prime. Like these are two of the best fighters on the roster, and it's going to be one of the best cards of the year as well. Um, look. November uh, 4th is getting absolutely stacked. And we're we're lucky to be there ourselves. It's going to be an absolute epic night. Does this have a big fight feel for you, Jordan?
0: Yeah, it does. Um, I don't think it's been as... <clears throat> I don't think it's been as promoted as the last one sort of was. Um, but I think that's because a lot of people are... Um, there was a lot gone into the last one for it not to happen. So I think that's sort of... Holding their cards close to their chest this time in case anything doesn't happen, but I <laughs> feel, um, you know, and, and and still a big buzz in the gym for me, yeah. Well,
1: it, it was, it was, it was like unbelievably hyped last time. Myself and Ross went over to watch it. Like the the people pr- Paul brought over, like even the people who were supporting you as well. The place was like a cauldron, it was, um yeah it was a it was a it was a fantastic night like obviously you got the win in the end you're still the champ but like how did that feel as well getting that win in front of like your audience as well
0: Yeah, yeah yeah it was amazing i mean i've said it um on on other things i didn't expect it to be as big as it was um so that's why i'm sort of not trying to expect it to be as big as it was the last time i don't want to walk out and it to be the opposite for it not to be as big as i think it's going to be but um uh, yeah, it was it was it was amazing, amazing last night. And like I said, the only thing that could have made that better, it would have been Hughes um, standing across from me and not handing. That's the only thing that could have topped that night.
1: Yeah, because Ross, do you remember at the end when uh, Jordan came in after with the belt and with your girlfriend or or partner? Like it was like very emotional to see. It was just uh, it was an amazing night, amazing way to end off the night as well.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think the first thing Jordan said when he walked into the meeting room was. Where's my glasses, lads? You better have them <laughs> <from me. laughs> yeah. And it felt slightly threatening, but like we had them we had them ready for you, you know? Promises made, promises kept, Jordan, correct?
0: Well, I was a bit upset because it wasn't the glasses. You had a different set, didn't you? You had a green set for me. They weren't they weren't the, the real deal. I was I was a bit upset by that.
2: No, no, they're they're limited edition ones, the green ones. They they are they are the the glasses when we go on the road. You know I mean? need the
0: opening old- and the original. See, and there's it. only
2: actually two pairs of the OGs, and they actually have to stay in the house. They don't leave the house because uh... no, they
1: can't leave. They can't leave.
2: <laughs> yeah, so if, if they leave the house and they go missing, like we we almost cancelled the show one day because I couldn't find my glasses. Swear to yeah. God, honest truth, Jordan. Honest truth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, as well about the the, uh, the last one feeling bigger, like. We even did more. We did like a face-to-face, you know, what they do in the box and how you both mm. sit across from each other. We did stuff like that. We went to watch a Cage Warrior together. We did loads of stuff like that and, and none of that's happened this time. Um, so again, that's why another reason, but I suppose they probably don't want to be spending all that money again for it not to happen again. Do you know what I mean? Not that yeah. it's not going to happen, but you know.
1: You know we mentioned off air, like we did try and get a face-off yourself and Paul. It was like the most requested face-off we've ever been asked to do. But like this time around, again, Paul said he didn't want to take part. Now, we have yeah. to respect his opinion. But was your thoughts on that as well? Because you want to hype the fight up as, as much as Paul does, and the fans want to see it as well.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe he didn't have time to write down his notes and memorize them before he came on. Maybe he's asked him a bit too late. I'm sure if you asked him a couple of weeks ago to do it, he'd have had a script written ready to go. So maybe next time, ask him a bit earlier, if there ever is the next time. Yeah,
2: but, uh, <laughs> Chair used three. Without without the second fight, I'd pay to see it. Uh, yeah. Jordan, tell us this: when when the fight was announced, um, or in the lead up to the fight being announced, obviously you put out a, a post. I think on Facebook it was at the time, maybe it was on Instagram, and it was uh, you know it was quite a heartfelt post. And you were saying, look, if you don't get the EOC call, like you'd even consider hanging up the gloves. Uh, where were you at mentally
0: at that time?
2: And do you regret putting out that post at the time, or was that just how you felt at the
0: moment? Still look, still look the same, still feel the same. Um, um, Competing at the level I'm competing at, for the money I'm competing for, is just mental to be trying to sustain that for a lot of, like, a longer amount of time. Um, and some people got it wrong how I said it. I didn't say, if I lose to Paul, I'm done with fighting. I didn't say that, because then I have something to build on. Do you know what I mean? I said mm-hmm. it's, if I beat Paul and the UFC don't come, and I'm sort of stuck in that catch twenty two where I'm on the I'm at the top, but there's nowhere else for me to go, sort of thing. Then, do you know what I mean? It's going to be hard to um, get motivated to do anything else. I mean, the only sort of thing I could think of that would motivate me if the UFC didn't come after I beat Hughes would be to go up to lightweight and, and um, challenge for that belt. But um, I just need to see what happens. Who has the title that I've sparred with George, the guy who has the belt now, and I know, obviously, business is business and stuff like that, and I've got to do what's best for my career. But um, um, yeah, just need to wait and see. But, but as far as um any other featherweights coming up, I've I've beat all the top ones already. So what what is there left for me to do, really?
2: Yeah, that is true. Like if you look at um the ones who are on the course, like Steve Amable, you've beaten him. Morgan chariot, you've beaten him, and now you obviously rematch Paul Hughes. Uh, not that I really want to see you fight George Hardwick either, because we love both you guys. But uh, it would definitely be something <laughs> I would watch. I w- I wouldn't change the channel. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've that had.
0: He's probably go
1: over us again.
0: <laughs> he, he's coming down to our gym for sparring. He's um, yeah, he's a good body and he's a good guy. I mean, I, I'm excited to watch him versus Steve Ennable as well. Um, and uh, yeah, very technical guy, very very good guy.
2: Yeah, and uh, it tells us to see, the the hit one of those body body shots. What's that? Did he hit you one of those left body shots?
0: Did what? Did um yeah, George. Yeah. Oh, did um No, I can't say he did. Did he well, give okay, you a pomo on the post? <laughs> I he didn't either. He didn't give me no promo. Jeez, oh, of, I mean, uh, Maybe
2: that's where the beef will start.
0: That's definitely that, the beef. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we'll start it.
1: Uh, Jordan, also recently, Mike Vigilac got the shout to come up to UFC Paris. Was there any talk yourself getting a call up to UFC Paris? No.
0: I, I honestly don't know what's going on with it. I fucking, I don't know who I've pissed off, man. But <laughs> no, no mentions, no nothings. Um, mental. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They just, The UFC just don't want me. It's as simple as that. At the minute, it seems I need to, I need to stab someone or something and get my street cred up. Obviously, not really, but <laughs> so
1: Ross will, will be over there November
2: fourth, so uh, <laughs> that yeah, we'll then. we'll get your street cred up. We'll we'll get this if I'm a uh, UFC <laughs> fight pass, Jordan. So don't don't worry about it.
1: Ross, I think he needs a pair of the original glasses for street cred. <laughs> <laughs> I love,
0: uh, but like
1: J- Jordan does something like the contender series like how like you've obviously seen people go on that like even the likes of Bo Nickel now exploding like is that something you'd be interested in
0: yeah I suppose so I suppose so but no discredit to um the guys that have been on there but I just think I'm levels above all the guys that they've sort of had on there I mean you look what what was Bo Nickel getting on there two and oh one and oh something like that if I beat Hughes and then I'm on the contender series. I'm going to be 10 and 1. That's just mental. And especially the caliber of the guys I beat, do you know what I mean? Defended the Cage Warriors belt. It'll be twice by then, 10 and 1. And I'm still having to prove I'm UFC level. I don't get how that that is even a thing. I don't see how that's feasible. I think I should be straight in. I think it should be in there now. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it?
2: Jordan, do you think maybe the array of British talent at the moment is actually in some way hindering you? If there was actually less British talent in the UFC right now, something like a UFC London, it might have been easier for you to get on. But, but, but like Even some of the UK fighters are actually struggling to get on the British cards.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's so many high-level guys coming through. Um, I mean, there's so many high-level guys up there as well. And- you would have thought like Paddy and Molly doing their thing and getting all the hype they're getting. Mm. You'd have thought they would have been desperate for some UK guys on there. Mm. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know. And, and I honestly believe I can beat all of these these top name guys already, but I just need my, my shot to prove it, don't I? It's as simple as that. And mm. if I don't get the chance to prove it, then what, what else am I going to do?
1: Yeah, even Dom Wooding and Reese McKee have talked about this as well. They're waiting for their call-up as well.
0: Yeah. Mm yeah it's
2: it's it's definitely a a a tricky spot i think um so many fighters before we've seen they've won the belt at cage warriors and they just got that call up maybe instantly and i think now it's uh not as much of a dead cert now once you win the belt to get the call uh and like look i think almost defend the belts twice which you'll be doing for a second time november 4th that's nearly unheard of uh in recent times
0: yeah, exactly that. Especially at Featherweight as well. It just seems every featherweight that gets it moves straight on, doesn't it? Um
1: Ross, do you think but, that's the the situation? There's just so many British fighters on the roster that they'd even that'd be a reason. Or well what, do, like, or what do you think?
2: I don't think I don't think it's necessarily in a negative way. I just think that obviously they've come over to London twice and obviously they want to put a lot of British fighters on the London cards. Like you've had your you know, you've had your paddy's Tom Aspinall's, Molly's um, Makaev, you know even like yep. the likes of paul craig and stuff got on the card they've been very uh british heavy in the cards and just because there's so much talent in britain they can only put so many people on, on a card so i think that's where if there was actually less talent in britain obviously jordan's name would stand out even further but because there's so oh. much talent already in the ufc i think that's where it makes it harder for some of these guys at the moment i don't know what are your thoughts jordan
0: British guy, why not? I'll just fight one of the British guys, either a featherweight or lightweight. I'll fight a British guy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If, if, if that's what I have to do to do it, that's what I'll do. I know it's obviously like um UK versus the world going on the UFC, but mm. I've been fighting UK guys my whole career. I'll keep fighting them. It doesn't bother me. Yeah.
1: Well, Mason Jones is now off the roster and then Paddy and Molly are now moving on to pay-per-views in America. So that, that is freeing up some options as well. So I'm sure on November 4th, so either the winner yourself or Paul will get the call up. Like it to makes sense because this, as Ross said at the beginning of the show, this is like one of the most anticipated Cage Warriors fights mm. that like we're going to see or have seen in a long time.
0: Yeah. That's tell tell us Paul. this. To be fair.
2: Yeah. True. True. Um. Uh, Jordan, tell us this. Obviously, the relationship with you and Paul has been like I'm going to call it up and down. Like you've been very, very friendly. You've had a bit of joke and banter. Then like obviously I wouldn't say anything's got like sinister or anything, but like you know, you, you fired a few shots at each other also that like are maybe less friendly from time to time. Where does the relationship with you and Paul stand right now?
0: Business is business, is it? I think he's I, I think I quite got on with him when I'm with him in real life, but business is business and he has a persona and he needs to keep up. I've said it many a times. Um and his persona is he's a bit of an asshole. Um, so he needs <laughs> to keep that up. Um, and then, and yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not asked. I mean, the, the first time I fought him, I really wanted to try get after him, and I really wanted to make a, a, statement with him. But this time, it's for me. This time, I'm just going out there to show that I'm on top of the heat. Do you know what I mean? That I'm the boy that everybody needs to keep their eye on. That's how I'm seeing it this time.
2: And um, what have your interactions been like with him
0: in the build? this I have, you, have you, have been speaking to him, Warren? Or... Compared to the last one, we had a little bit of back and forth. Uh, in the beginning, when I put the post up and stuff like that, I don't know, I mentioned it just before the podcast, but we had a couple of um, direct messages and stuff like that. And uh, I was talking to him about how he has to uh, leave the country to go find himself. And, you know, he does all these breathing exercises and stuff, uh, all for his mental health or whatever. Um, but, yeah, just had a little bit of back and forth on a thing. That was about it. a little message. He, he called me a clown yesterday because I uh, <laughs> comment saying that, you know, if Hughes gets injured again, if history repeats itself, which is... Which, do you know what I mean? At this stage, normally people don't get injured, but, you know, he got injured on the Monday somehow, um, so I just said to Sharia, you know, keep keep your weight now, and that, that might be a shot for you if Hughes get in, gets injured again. Um, and yeah, he didn't like that comment. I think that, that that tickled him a little bit. He didn't like that.
1: Did you happen to see Paul's latest documentary?
0: Uh... Watch bits and bobs of it. I had I haven't actually sat down to watch the the um the full thing. I've I've sort of said I've had had people say to me, should I say sorry, that he mentioned me in it, but supposedly he was nice about how he mentioned me in it. He wasn't his usual self. He actually went about it in a sort of respectful way. So Um But we've had quite a very similar career the whole way through. I mean I know we broke mm. his hand really bad and stuff like that, whereas I broke my hand and then I broke my thumb, so I've actually broke it twice, but Sort of same thing he had. I know he had a lot more eyes on him as this big prospect coming out of Ireland. I never sort of had that in the UK because the UK scene wasn't as um, well documented as it was sort of for these Mm. Irish guys, Gregor coming through and stuff. But yeah, we've sort of had had the same sort of career. Both had some injuries that's kept us out of the game for a while, continued training through, continued getting better, whereas a lot of guys would have just sort of used that as that time to just piss about whereas it seems we ain't and look where it's got us i mean we're both right at the top of the division of course i am number one and he's number two but yeah all that comes down to all the hard work you put in when it ain't going right for you when it's not going how you want it to go sort of thing
1: yeah, that's why, that's why we have to have you on, Jordan. It's like we're absolutely buzzing for a cage where it's 145 London on November 4th. It's going to be in the Indigo at the O2. It's going to be live in UC firepass Pass. And obviously, get on to Jordan. Wreck his head for tickets as well, Ross. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, do it now uh, sooner rather than later because uh, you, you don't be doing it too close to fight week because uh, that man's got other business to handle. Uh, yeah. Jordan, tell us this. Obviously, you've fought Paul before. You've trained from now on... Uh, two separate occasions. How do you feel this fight's going to go?
0: I I honestly just think I'm going to be levels different to him this time. I know he's tough. I know he's tenacious. I know he really wants it bad. And, you know, my coach just keeps saying to me, look, just be prepared for this war. Prepare for a war sort of thing. But I really do think um, I think I'm just going to pick him apart. I think... Um of course he's got the the heart and he's got the cardio and stuff to push into the later rounds, but I think as the later rounds come, it's just gonna get more and more apparent that I'm just that step above him. Um and and that's how I think it's gonna go.
1: Jordan, would you say you're a step above him, like like where exactly do you see you are above him?
0: I think everywhere. I genuinely think everywhere. I think if you are gonna put us technique on paper, I think I am just that one step ahead of him with everything. Um I've, I've obviously got the sort of I've got the bigger frame than him and the, the half an inch taller than him i've got the longer arms I've sort of got a fighter's body you know I've got sh- long legs long arms and I've got a short torso whereas he's more sort of he's got that shorter stockier he's got the shorter arms the thicker arms um so i just think I was just sort of made i think I was just the perfect matchup for his body and i just think that's just how you're gonna see it i think I'm just gonna be that half an inch too far out for him um and I think when we hit the clinches i think I think everyone's in for a real big
1: shock. Jordan's in for an absolute cracker. Like, anyway,
2: that's that's needless to say. Well, look, if you you saw the first fight, um, the second fight is half as entertaining. Like, it's going to be an absolute great fight. Jordan, obviously, your goal is to win here and get signed to the UFC. So, tell us this. Who would you like to see stand across me in your UFC debut? And then, is there one person in the featherweight division who, like, you just love to fight? Bar the champ, obviously, because everyone wants to fight the champ. <laughs>
0: um, do you know what? I've been so focused on it. I haven't really been keeping up to date with um, with this sort of UFC. Um, I've, I think I've said this a few times. I think a good stylistic matchup for me getting straight in there would, would be an explosive fight for everyone, would be someone like a Barbosa. I think that as a first fight, going straight in there, that's a fight people be like, okay, do you know what I mean? Let's see how he, he strikes well with the guys in cage, whereas let's see how he's going to do against... Someone of that sort of caliber, um, I think that'd be a good start and fight to get into. You know, it's a hard fight straight off the bat, and um, it propel you straight up there. Barboza, yeah. I recommend.
2: Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people ask for Barboza in the first <laughs> fight, so that just goes to show you where uh, Jordan rates himself. Like a lot of people would probably try and avoid Barboza because they don't they want to be able to walk after the fight. But uh, I'd, I'd be down for Jordan Vujcic versus uh, Edson Barboza all day, every day.
1: Jordan, when you're in training camp now, like, just do, do you see it? Like, are you just solely focused on Paul, or are you just solely focused on just like sharpening your whole game?
0: Yeah, I think this one's just been solely focused on my game. Really, just trying to improve all the little things, trying and um, uh, like, worm out all the bad little habits I've got and stuff like that. Um, there's been a lot of big changes as well in um our gym, um, and it's just sort of forced me to uh, tr- have to adapt to my game. Uh, differently as well so um, yeah it's been good it's been a very eye-opening camp you know my coaches have really got behind me with this one we've been travelling to, to other gyms I've been sparring with other people I've still been doing uh, you know 95% of it's been in our gym but we've been travelling, sparring you know getting uh, that that different looking with different guys and stuff like that so um, yeah it's been eye-opening we've been going to the gym seeing what's good seeing what's wrong in sparring and then what's wrong that's what we've been focusing on in the gym on trying to improve,
1: yeah. And like everyone knows, that you bring a big support with you to the Indigo at the O2, especially last time out. But, Ross, before we wrap things up, we're gonna to have to give Jordan the final word. Jordan, is there anything you want to say to the fans out there at the Epidemic Army or even Paul Hughes tuning in?
0: Uh, just thank you to everybody for all the support, as always. Um, I I, got, I was blown away by the support last time and I'm sure I'm gonna be blown away by it again this time. And I'm just looking forward to um just a big, big night and and, and a good fight and to Hughes. Should have come on the should have come on it with me. It would have oh, been no. nice to- <laughs> It'd be nice. But um Yeah. Yeah, look, I know he I know he would have trained hard and I'm, I'm I'm excited. I genuinely am excited for this fight. I'm excited to sort of have to dig deep and uh, and and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for everything that's going to come. Yeah. So we yeah.
1: cage Warriors, one forty-five, London, November fourth. Hughes versus Vucenic. Ross, unmissable.
0: You better believe it. May the
2: best man win. And um, guys, thanks a million for anyone who has watched this. If you are on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. It really helps us grow. Make sure to like uh, share. Drop a comment below. Who you think is going to win between Paul and Jordan? And as always.
0: Stay energized. Stay energized. Stay energized. Energize, all up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.